I work on my mommy and dad's computer. Since coronavirus is going everywhere around town, I thought that could be a break of sports. Playgrounds. All playgrounds are closed. Mm, I heard that everything's been closing. Welcome to Fernhill, a podcast where young people share their stories about life during the coronavirus. I'm your host, Gillian Frank. My name's Johanna. I'm nine years old and I'm in fourth grade. I live in Exeter, New Hampshire. Tell me about Exeter, New Hampshire. What's that like? Well, it's a medium-sized town. It's near the coast of New Hampshire. It's about an hour drive from Boston. We've got a downtown. We've got, um, we have um, two public schools, one for K through second grade and one for third through fifth grade. We've also got the Exeter High School. And then we've got PEA, which is, stands for Phillips Exeter Academy, which is a boarding school. Can you tell me a bit about your family? Who do you live with? I live with my mom and dad and me. I don't have any pets, but yeah. Do you want pets? I'm still thinking about it. I don't really know if I want pets. How have things changed since coronavirus started? Well, before coronavirus, we'd go to school, but now we have to do online school, which can be annoying at times. We do a lot of our work on a, an online journal called Seesaw. We also have to re- do Google Docs. A lot of things have changed. Like we have to now social distance. And if we go outside, we can't get within six feet of anyone. Me and my friends have been doing these things called social distance play dates or bike rides because we can't exactly just do a play date yet where we go on a bike ride, but we stay six feet apart at all times. That's been fun. We've also been doing a lot of Zoom and Google Hangouts. I'm bored a lot of the time, and I'm pretty sure I've gone through about 20 books since we've gone, since we've started social distancing and staying home. What are your favorite books to read? I really like an author called James Ponty. I think I've read all of his books. I'm now reading a series called Spy School by Stuart Gibbs. I like mystery. I understand that you really like acting. Can you tell me about that? So this year, um, in the fall, I was in a play called Fame. Do you know it? Tell me about it. Well, it's about these high school kids there and four teachers who go to this elite, I guess, boarding school in New York City. I played one of the teachers, the dance teacher, Miss Bell. I got um, a song with another teacher, the English teacher named Miss Sherman. Then over the winter, I was I was in Romeo and Juliet. I did not get a major role, although I auditioned for Mercutio. I got a chorus role. Then um, at school, I was we were doing 101 Dalmatians. That, that's gotten postponed and I'm not sure we got to do it, but I got Cruella DeVille and I'm really proud of that. I'm worried they'll have to postpone it so much that we're not actually gonna be able to do it. 
And although we'll get a fifth grade play, I don't think they're allowed to just do it and then guarantee everyone gets the same roles because there will be kids who didn't audition this year, but would want to audition next year. So I really don't know what they're gonna do with that. I also hear that you are really into politics right now. Are there any politicians you really like? Um, I really like Elizabeth Warren. She um, has such great plans for things. And I really think that people just underestimate her. They're always like, smile more. And I, I think it's unfair that female, that if a female politician is like wearing something that isn't quite right, she gets all like, people are, criticize her for that but then if a male politician like if his suit is the wrong color people won't mention that it was kind of unfair that elizabeth warren like single-handedly took down mike bloomberg at the debates and yet oh, the only person who really benefited was biden i just think trump is a big no-no though trump um basically wants to rewrite history to fit him he's he's locking up like a little tiny like two-year-olds he's taking them away from their families at the detention centers down south in like texas he also is lying to his supporters and the general world about things that are happening in the u.s and the people he's having work for him aren't the people you would want in your government. Like Brett Kavanaugh, for example. Brett Kavanaugh's position, I don't know who was there before him, but when the spot on the Supreme Court opened up, Obama was supposed to be the one to fill that because being president, that was his job. But Mitch McConnell just delayed him until the 2016 election. And then Trump got to fill in the spot, which I really, don't think is the way to go about things. Uh, that is a really, really insightful take. I want to shift our conversation back to coronavirus. Can you tell me some of the things you have to do now to stay safe? Well, if my parents are going to the grocery store or to get the mail, they have to wear masks and we're not allowed to um, go to big like centers or anything. And we can't really go shopping because if we go shopping, it's possible that someone will have touched a product and we touch it and then we can get coronavirus. We also have to wash our hands or use hand sanitizer every time we go home, not just before we eat. How has social distancing and shelter in place affected your friendships? Well, we we had to do um we have to do Zoom or Google Hangout calls. We also don't have as much contact with people that we aren't very very close friends with via Zoom. Like the kids in my class, I only actually see them on our class meetings, even though I'm like friends with them. How, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel a bit lonely because I'm an only child and I don't have anyone to like play with me or something and also my parents have to do a lot of stuff for their work how has shelter in place affected your parents well my mom 
um, has to do classes both synchronously and asynchronously. Um, sometimes I'll join her for my classes. My dad, um, it's been nice because his work is 45 minutes away, but now he only has to, he has to stay home. Though he's um, doing a lot of work most of the day and they both have to go on calls a lot. What are some things you do to entertain yourself? Well, I'll play with Legos. I sometimes choreograph a dance or listen to music. Um, I'll, sometimes I'll do an art project. I like to go play on a swing. Sometimes I'll, I'll do computer stuff. My parents recently got me Photoshop, which is fun. And I'll play Minecraft. One question I have for you is, what do you wish grown-ups understood about what you're experiencing? And by grown-ups, I mean maybe your parents or your teachers. I wish grown-ups would understand that kids need more simulating activities than what my teacher has been giving me. The schoolwork I've been given is really boring and I kind of downright hate it. What kind of activities would you like to do? My mom made a deal with me that if we're still stuck at home in May, I get to just stop my schoolwork and write an essay instead, and I'd rather do that. What will you write about? I'm still trying to figure out my topic. It might have something to do with fashion and food, like fashion in the 1800s and how it impacted different movements, or I, I'm interested in how food impacted the gay pride movement. <laughs> That's amazing. Imagine that 20 years from now, someone your age is learning about this time period, the time period of coronavirus and social distancing. What do you think they should study? Well, I think they should have a week's worth simulation of home learning that works just like our home learning did so that they can really get a feel of what we had to do. What are the first things you want to do when Shelter in Place ends? I was going to go see the musical Six in New York. I was going to see it in like maybe the third day of opening with the original Broadway cast. And I was really excited and I want to do that as soon as this is over. Well, I have to say, it was such a pleasure getting to know you and chatting with you. Thank you so much for spending time with me. You're welcome. Do you want to try one more time? Yes! <laughs> okay, let's do it one more time. Fern Hill is produced and hosted by Gillian Frank. Sania Liganawi is the senior producer. Music on this episode comes from Blue Dot Sessions. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe to us on Apple Music or wherever you get your music. Thanks for listening and be safe. Awesome. That was so good. Thanks, Dad. You did really great. Thanks. How are you feeling about that one? Good. Can we use that take? Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs>